From legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode. Or go to ipswichtoday.com.au Coming up, expert advice on how not to overspend this Christmas, including tips on reducing the stress and expectations of family. Ipswich Christmas Lights winners and how to shape your Ipswich of the future. It's Monday, December 12, 2022, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today, which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. It's the season to shop till you drop, but getting into the spirit can be jolly expensive if you're not careful with your Christmas spending. We all need reminding that shops are generally full of things we don't actually need. To help you cut back on spending this year, I'm joined by University of Southern Queensland's finance expert, Associate Professor Peter Phillips. Thanks for speaking with Ipswich today, Peter. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Interest rate rises, cost of living pressures. We're all being told about bill shock for power and gas next year. Is this shaping up as the most financially stressful Christmas in living memory? I think it is definitely because we've had interest rate increases, the the likes of which we haven't seen for for many years. And the pace at which they increased too was just uh, stunning to many people. And so People start to think ahead about how their mortgage repayments will be affected by that. And we've been hit with the the double whammy, which is, of course, inflation as well as the interest rate increases. So things are being much more expensive in the in the supermarket in particular, uh, fuel prices and, as you say, uh, energy prices as well. So these are a lot of things to worry about at the moment. Christmas is always a trap for overspending. What are the biggest mistakes people make? I think the biggest mistake is just buying things that you later waste or throw out. So I'm thinking mainly in terms of food and catering and the, the types of things that you might buy for parties, whether it's Christmas or Boxing Day or even uh, New Year's Eve. And th- so think carefully about how many people are coming, what they what you really need if you're if you're hosting, or what you you really need to take if you if you're going somewhere else. And I think that you can find that you might even be able to save around about 25 or 30% of what many people buy uh, is just tossed out. So uh, it's just like throwing money away. So that's being careful about that, I think, is the key is the key to saving. Wow, I hadn't actually thought about the food, but you're right. Do you have any tips on how to manage expectations, particularly of family and the kids who think money grows on trees? Yes, that's right. That's always going to be a tricky one. So everybody's got their list and and, uh, you might be the one who has to try and see if you can fulfill it. Um, But I think the the key I think here is is to to see if you can have a a good discussion uh, in the lead up to Christmas about expectations, particularly among the the sort of the the broader, um, more extended family members that you might buy presents for or or, uh, or something like that, because, because people often gradually extend the circle of the people they're buying for and everyone's reciprocating. There's a lot of money involved there and uh, you might be able to just uh, tone it down a bit and most people might be glad to actually see the back of it. It might have gotten out of hand. So a good discussion in the lead up to Christmas about that might save everybody some money. Has there ever been a reliable survey about how many of us actually sit down, do a budget before shopping and more importantly, sticking to it? 
well, probably probably not. And I, well, I think the the result would probably be pretty clear. Um, most people wouldn't stick to it. And that, that's the sort of thing I, I was thinking about in 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 preparation for some of these types of uh, discussions and problems you have at this time of year, uh, and and what comments to provide. And and you sort of think, well, you know, it's about making a list, it's planning, but it's more than that. I mean, everyone knows you do that. What about the bigger picture, the bigger financial picture and thinking about that and how do you think more clearly? And I think the answer is to just tone back all the other sorts of information that you're being soaked with every single day and see if you can get some clear thinking space to assess the situation. Have our shopping habits changed over the years? I know the obvious one is online, but I'm more thinking along the lines of shopping with or without the kids in tow because they're always asking for stuff. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think mean, I think the interesting thing, uh, the interesting trend is the sort of the extension of the Christmas shopping window. So it's really tricky to see exactly what the Christmas spending uh, will be if you if you look at the stats and or even the in the wash up of it all afterwards what people spent because you've now got these events such as the Cyber Monday, the Black Friday, these online shopping events which take place quite some time before Christmas that are becoming a, a big thing around the world and I think people are maybe stocking up on on Christmas uh, gift ideas then and uh, putting them away. And maybe it's even possible some people are even thinking a year ahead and uh, putting them in the cupboard for next time. A financial hangover at the end of January is certainly not a good feeling. If we have overspent on the credit, uh, in some instances, it will be a, a problem paying it back. And it is a serious situation. How should this be managed? I think I think it is uh, something which will cause people a lot of stress or financial problems uh, and or worries, even if there's not a real underlying problem, just to worry about it uh, causes a lot of people concern and have done you know for for for, for years. So I think the the key is to reassure yourself um, with some clear thinking space that you can meet the essentials. you you in all likelihood be able to pay for what you really need to pay for. that's your rent and and other bills. And so really sit down and, and, and think about that. And once you've got that covered, um, you'll see uh, that you'll probably be able to meet your, uh, your credit card expenses and things as well. And you'll be able to make a plan for the, for the future, for the next year, uh, with a clear, a clear pl- a plan and thinking space in mind. More generally, not just Christmas, are there any new habits that we should master to avoid giving into temptation for those non-essential items? And I'm talking want versus need. Exactly. Well, that's the that's the tricky one, isn't it? There's so much uh, so much money goes in and out of people's hands, and we don't even sometimes notice what we're spending it on. And I think the 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 biggest focus uh, should be on those items that it's not a matter of whether you you want them, and it's just a matter of sacrificing to cut back. It's what you don't even don't even don't even really want, and that's the, you're still paying for. So subscriptions for things like streaming services. Um, you might have gotten a great great idea during the pandemic to set up a blog uh, about your, your your experiences in in something, and, and you never you subscribed, but you didn't go through with it. Those sorts of things, I think, are important. You're probably paying for those automatically without even realizing the money is gone, and it could amount to quite a bit. And finally, Peter, what is your absolute number one tip to avoid financial stress at Christmas? Well, my number one tip is clear thinking space because you just get bombarded with so much information, it's hard to think clearly. But I will say um, a more practical tip is if you've got any gift cards left over from last year just sitting in the drawer, I'm not saying you should re-gift them, but maybe you can actually use them to to buy gifts 
uh, this year, or uh, even if you've got some from supermarkets, you might be able to pay for some of the uh, Christmas Day festivities with it. Some very sensible money-saving tips and a guide to Christmas shopping from the University of Southern Queensland finance expert associate professor Peter Phillips. Thank you for speaking with Ipswich today. No worries. Thank you. And in other local news, last week, local sports association, Ipswich Parents and Old Boys, donated $3,000 to Ipswich Hospital Foundation's Children's Christmas Appeal. This incredible donation from the association shows the generosity of local community groups. According to the foundation, it will make a huge difference to local families by providing babies born at Ipswich Hospital with the care and equipment they need, so they don't need to travel for specialist treatment outside our region. Winners have been announced in the 2022 Ipswich Christmas Lights Competition. Best Residential went to 21 Hillier Court Flinders View with the runner-up at 134 Lewis Drive, Carolee. Best New Entry, 6 Conlon Court, Augustine Heights. Best Business, the Pavilion Hare, with the runner-up being the Public Trustee of Queensland. Best Street, again it's Nova Court at Flinders View. The People's Choice Award went to 36 Paul Tully Avenue, Collingwood Park. And the Lucky Entrant Prize... 14 Discovery Street, Flinders View. Check out the full list of addresses, all part of the 2022 Ipswich Christmas Lights Competition at christmasinipswich.com.au. And Ipswich City Council's Shape Your Ipswich website received some 3,606 contributions so far this year from over 2,700 people. These contributions have included answers to surveys, creating maps, sharing visions and more. Feedback has been used to help inform a variety of council projects such as improving libraries, community facility options for the future, recognising the heritage of our cemeteries, protecting the environment and revitalising Ipswich Central. Council is currently reviewing IGO transport plans and wants to hear about your transport experiences. That's it for this edition of the show. You'll find handy links in the show notes. Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This podcast is also listener-supported. Please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. Just go to ipswichtoday.com.au and click the donate button on the home page to make a payment through PayPal. Follow and stream this podcast from your favourite app, including iHeartRadio and Amazon Music, or play Ipswich today on smart speakers. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thank you for listening. Enjoying Ipswich today? Please share the love on your socials.